Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today's team, Steve, Jeff, Bobby, and Charlie hanging out with you until 8 o'clock, getting into around the NFC South. Now this hour, we're going to get up with Jake DeLome, former NFL quarterback, does Panthers radio uh, network analyst at 620, JC Allen, who covers the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for pewterreport.com. And then next up in the 7 o'clock hour, we'll get to those dirty birds. Will McFadden, writer for the Falcoholic, host of the Believe in Falcons podcast. Just want to check in around the other training camps to see what the division rivals are up to. Uh, But talking with Saints training camp coverage on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line. You can call us 504-260-1870. Seeing Hollywood and Thibodeau on the line wanting to chime in. How you doing today, Hollywood? Hot, hot, hot. (laughs) Amen. Hot, hot, hot. What you got, Hollywood? Hey, Bob, I'm in Port Fushon right now. I lose touch with the TV and radios, and uh, I just want to know what the Saints been doing at Trana Camp. Could you fill me in? Well, that's kind of a broad uh, <laughs> question, but I would I'll tell your you notebook. That, that, uh, that I'm optimistic uh, that they have not disappointed so far as far as living up to expectations. Uh now, uh, we all know about Alvin Kamara. He's only going to be suspended for three games. They, we knew he could be as m- many as six, uh, but it's half of that. And it looks like he'll miss September, but he'll be, be ready to roll come October the 1st against the Buccaneers. Cam Jordan just signed a new contract, so he's going to be all guaranteed until 2025. So it looks like he'll play his whole season uh, in a Saints uniform, and you know, that that's uh, he's still going to have a lot left in the tank. And, you know, when you 34, obviously, where he's at right now, 35, 36 years of age. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Uh, you know, we're counting on Derek Carr. I, I think as Derek Carr goes, so go the Saints. And what I mean by that, for us to have an opportunity uh, to get the double-digit wins and not uh, miss the playoffs three straight seasons. You know, Atlanta's uh, where they missed the playoffs five straight seasons. And uh, so uh, I, I don't – five uh, losing seasons, I should say, that being Atlanta. Uh, 
Uh, so where the Saints are at right now, high expectations, favorable schedule. I think we need to get off to a fast start, even without Alvin Kamara. You got Tennessee Titans at home come September the 10th. Then at Carolina on Monday night. Then after that, uh, September 24th, uh, 4th at Green Bay. I'm not saying we got to be a 3-0, and but I'd be extremely discouraged if we're not at least 2-1, and even without Alvin Kamara after those games. So, uh, uh, Hollywood, we're all optimistic. And uh, now they got to go out there and do it on the field. You know, it'll be interesting to see when you're trying to uh, get to that 53-man roster who steps up uh, come preseason because these games are very meaningful for a number of players when you competing for a roster spot, like who's going to shine against the Chiefs. Uh, you know, and it's going to be the same thing for Kansas City. It's all the back-end guys who's trying to – uh, be part of that roster. You're not going to see Pat Mahomes and Derek, McCarr in that, uh, Derek Carr in that game. Uh, but then all of a sudden, i am always been intrigued by this. And uh, we're going to have Jeff out there in California. Uh, as, as Just as important as the game against the Chargers, how do we practice against the Los Angeles Chargers? Those are always fun. Because then we're going to be going against Justin Herbert. How does our secondary look there? Um, like we even brought it up to Trevor Penning. Okay, if he's the left tackle, how is he blocking? You know, you block your teammates and you learn a few tricks of the trades and, uh, you know, you're going to get against them day in and day out. But all of a sudden, let's say the Kansas City Chiefs game, what does Trevor do against who he's trying to block? And then you even look at the charges uh, as much as the game and practice when they're doing those one-on-ones. How is he blocking? And then you look at the Texans are going to come to New Orleans. Uh, how is he blocking against that competition? So there's still a lot of training camp left to know where we're at. But Hollywood, uh, the expectations are high right now. So, Jeff, you you or Steve just said, I know I just said a bunch, but that's where we're at, Hollywood. I know you've <laughs> been away in Fushan, but, uh, <laughs> you, you know, hopefully you can hear us in the future. Yeah, to me, the biggest question that we're going to find out about over the next few months, and I think – uh, you know, these joint practices are going to be more important than the preseason games for is Mike Thomas. I agree. Yep. And how exactly has he come back? I think he had a faster start last year than he has so far this year. And I don't know if maybe it's just working with a new quarterback, getting kind of into the flow. But those joint practices for him are going to be like a game. Because I don't think you're going to see him in the preseason games. I don't think he's going to play in them. Right, right, right. So, no, in the practice, how, how, is he winning those one-on-one competitions? Because right. uh, he's still good against everybody but Marshawn. And, and that's I'm okay with that. Because right. Marshawn's that good. But I want to see how he gets uh, gets into that competition. That's the big question for me. Hey, you know what I'm going to be surprised if Michael Thomas could still do this? If he can win like a go route without mm-hmm. it being a back shoulder throw. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, or like even It don't have to be a five-step. I'm thinking like a 56-yard go. It could be like a fade, three-step step fade, and it's not a back shoulder throw. Because really, he hasn't gotten any separation from the cornerback. And to me, the reason that's important is because you need him to respect that so you can win on the dig. Because the dig is important for him. Exactly. Yeah, those in, like slant, if they're sitting dig, on and yeah, yeah, exactly. We've been talking plenty of black and gold. We'll get into some of the competition. Next up will be the Carolina Panthers. Former NFL quarterback Jake DeLome joins us after the break here on WWL. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Time to go around the NFC South. And first up on the list are the Carolina Panthers. Happy to welcome in former NFL quarterback and Panthers radio network analyst Jake DeLome. How you doing this Friday, Jake? I'm doing well, man. Uh, just excited. We had a little football to watch last night to give us a taste and looking forward to the season. Now, uh, you know, Jake, obviously I played quarterback, you played quarterback, and then you look at a young stud, like Bryce Young and the expectations. So, you know, this day and age it might be, and the question I have for you is, who's going to be the number one receiver? Uh, and I was always, and I think you were too, a DJ Moore fan. I think I'd say good for the Bears in that regard. But uh, who you think right now, I know it's still early in camp, but who you think will be that uh, go-to receiver for Bryce Young and uh, to, to, uh, I guess uh, to have that bond with that type of individual? That's a great question, Bobby. I think it remains to be seen, to be honest. I, uh, I'm looking forward. I'm heading up to camp this week. Uh, the Jets come practice against us a couple of days. And so I'm anxious to see. Um, listen, I'm not so sure we have a true number one. I thought D.J. Moore was. Um, and certainly to move up to number one, we had to move on from him. Um, but listen, Adam Thielen has come over. Um, word I've got is that they still think there's some juice there. Is he going to be the number one? I'm not sure. DJ Chark is a name that every single day it just sounds like he's making play after play. It sounds like he's a he's, he's healthy, and that's something he always had that big playability because he's ever been a six three six four could really run. But it sounds like what they did in the offseason, cleaning up the ankle, he really looks good. The Mingo kid, uh, second round pick, I've been told he's a physical receiver who's making a presence. Terrace Marshall, so a ton of uh, I guess you could say. SEC down south connections, LaVisca Chenault, the guy that could be that chess piece and maybe another Cordero Patterson type. But what I'm giving you is a bunch of number twos. I'm not telling you a number one. Right. And I'm not so sure we have that, to be quite honest. And so it might be by committee. Uh, and that's something that what Frank's going to implement with his offense, offense, Thomas Brown coming over from the Sean McVay tree, uh, just kind of a – Jet sweep type motion, move the pocket and get the ball out to your playmakers more so in horizontal type areas instead of vertical areas. It remains to be seen, Bobby, but I'm not so sure there's a true number one on this roster. 
Now, uh, Jake, looking at a defensive side, uh, what can you tell the fans? I'm looking at Brian Burns, only 25 years of age. It seems like what I was reading would be a centerpiece of the defense, uh, changing to a 3-4 scheme. Uh, we all know uh, Burns is one of the quickest uh, what pass rushes in the league, a career high last season, 12 and a half sacks. What are your expectations for him and what they're trying to do defensively? I know it's all. Uh, I think he's going to get better, and he's already uh, amongst the best. Look at Derrick Brown, and uh, could be a challenge uh, for the Saints offensive line uh, when they play in Carolina. Listen, I. <laughs> Derrick Brown, I thought, made the biggest strides out of anyone last year. Top 10 pick, just that big run stuffer, which I absolutely despise playing against when you have this large man that just clogs up the middle and gets in a quarterback face. But I thought Derrick Brown made the most strides out of anyone last year. And so I think him, along with Burns, who, like you mentioned, he's just 25. I could see Burns, in my, in my mind, in 10 years from now, we're going to say, oh, he signed a two-year extension like Cam Jordan did. I could see him being a lifer in Carolina and having that type of uh, effect. I'm not so sure what we have on the other side. I know Shai Tuttle came over from um, New Orleans. We did sign a, right. uh, a big run stopper from uh, Denver. So we're kind of clogging that up, but I'm not so sure who's the other pass rusher on the other side. And linebacker-wise, same, same thing. So um, it's going to be a 3-4 scheme, but – Listen, Bobby, it's 70% nickel, so it's going to be a four-down type of look. I mean, that's what yeah. this league is going to. Yeah. So we got to have J.C. Horn. He's got to stay healthy for us. Dante Jackson's got to come back healthy. And Jeremy Chin, um, Von Bell has drawn raves in training camp and all offseason. Just um, the, the, I guess the, the pro mentality that he has taken on. Him and Xavier Woods, both safeties. So Jeremy Chin, that oversized safety, that big nickel, he could be that chess piece for us defensively um, for this football team. But I still think there's some pieces that need to be added to this defense. Um, I, I think this team can win some games this year. I'm not so sure if this is a Super Bowl roster, but I truly believe it's a wild card type of roster or with this division being so wide open, uh, this team has a chance to possibly win this division. It all is going to depend on, you know, how the quarterback progresses along the way because I don't care where you come from. The SEC is great. Don't get me wrong. But going into the NFL, it's a different animal. Yeah, that, Jake, that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, I think, and I think you and I, we're both Andy Dalton fans, and it's kind of almost like a Heineke going to the Falcons. Uh, once you get skins in the wall and, uh, you know, that trust factor that you know what hits the fan, uh, that they want Bryce Young to work out. But uh, it seems like that they brought Andy Dalton there to bring some stability, the, the veteran uh, leadership, and those type players. Uh, Boy, you, you could play a number of years if you have that trust factor, like a thing like Andy Dalton and even like Heineke has, even with Atlanta. Even though, you know, when you look at uh, Desmond Ritter or even a Bryce Young, they're hoping these young guys work out. But if it doesn't work out from the get-go, you could always lean on those veterans. I don't think there's, there's any doubt. You know, uh, the good thing about Andy, um, he understood – the role from the get-go. When he signed there and then not long after, or I can't remember the exact timeline, we trade up to number one, or we're taking a quarterback. So I think Andy has embraced his role. He totally understands it. And if you've ever been around Bryce Young, he's hard not to like. It's not like this young hotshot kid coming in there with this attitude. I mean, this kid's a grinder, works his tail off, 
and the guys love him. It's a humble type approach, and he, that's what he's taking. And so Andy, I think, has, has been a great mentor. And, and listen, there's going to be bumps in the road. Um, and, and hopefully there's not many in Carolina with Bryce this year. But it's nice to have Andy back there in case there's something along the way. You know you have a proven um, veteran in this league who can play solid football, who's tough and durable. So I think that's great, you know, to have someone like him backing up Bryce. So, Jake, this is Jeff. Uh, it's great to talk to you. Um, I just think since I have two quarterbacks here, two former quarterbacks here, I wanted to ask a question about something Derek Carr said yesterday because he was talking about Eric McCoy, and he said one of the interesting things about Eric McCoy is he's always in a good mood because in his experience, centers tend to be very, quote, sore and agitated Cranky. individuals. <laughs> Cranky individuals. I'm just curious, you know, you and Bobby really, is that true? Are centers sore and agitated a lot of the time? Well, I'm going to go first, Jake. Uh, Jake, let me go first. I'm thinking, um, I don't know, it depends. There's so many different personalities. You had Steve Court, uh, Joe Hilgenberg, had uh, uh, Roman Fortin, had, uh, God, I'm trying to think from Florida State. Um, I can't think of his name now. Um, Anyway, uh, they were all different. You know, so I look at it, um, I'd say Court was more aggressive and – so I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, uh, Jeff, as far as maybe he was just around cranky centers. But I, maybe Jake might have had a different experience. Well, I'm going to go with uh, the four that I've, I guess you could say I had time with. One was Jerry Fondo in New Orleans. And I didn't have a ton of time with him starting. But Jerry was just so businesslike and cerebral. I wouldn't say Jerry was in a bad mood. But Jerry was very kind of this flatline type of uh, attitude. And then I went to Carolina, and I had Jeff Mitchell my first couple of years. And Jeff Mitchell disliked life. He was cranky, <laughs> aggravated, uh, and a great football player and mean. But, like, then we had Ryan Khalil, the multiple Pro Bowl or All-Pro, just full of life. He was just steady, Eddie. He was awesome. And then when I go to Cleveland, yeah, I played one year there, but – we had Alex Mack, a long-time from NFL Cal. center. And Alex, yeah, from Cal. He was in his second year, and listen, he was just he was ready to attack anything. Very <laughs> smart, just great attitude. So I guess you could say it was a mixed bag. I had one just steady Eddie. I had one who hated – I think he hated football, to be quite honest. He was just good at it. He was just and good at it. the other two had really good uh, attitudes. Well, uh, uh, Jake, I'm just remembering the name now. Uh, you probably remember him. I think he did some radio. Jamie Dukes. From Florida State yes, uh, with the Falcons, exactly he had right. he had long legs, uh, but you know one thing I remember about uh, Jamie, it could be freezing outside and he still was sweating like a wet ball drill. <laughs> uh, I remember Chris Miller. I don't understand. It seems like they find the, the the every center I ever played with, they would sweat profusely. I'm like, why can't I get a guy that doesn't sweat that much? I can never understand it. You know, I, I, and I remember Chris Miller from University of Oregon. Uh, you, you probably remember Chris, uh, uh, yeah. Jake. Uh, he wanted uh, Jamie to wear the pants or, or like uh, at halftime, you got to put the pants. It's like every, whether we're playing in the oh. dome, it feels like a wet ball drill. So what Jamie would do is he would change his pants at halftime, his game pants, so at least they'd be dry for a little bit, but he would sweat. Didn't last long. And, uh, no, no, and he would. No, it could be like thirty degrees outside, and he's sweating like it's. I mean, not not as hot as it is right now with the heat index, but it was like uh, you don't only want sweating. I just he was just well, in a sweater. That, so 
that still happens, and I had a center that did that. I, Alex Mack was one. He wasn't afraid <laughs> to sweat. And, he was, and that was playing in Cleveland, so you can just about imagine. Jake, thank you for the time. Always appreciate it. All right, Jake. All right, Thanks guys. Thank you all. Take For, care. Former NFL quarterback and Panthers radio network analyst Jake DeLome joined us going around the NFC South. When we get back from the break, checking in on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. J.C. Allen, who covers them for PewterReport.com on WWL after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Our tour around the NFC South continues, heading over to Tampa Bay and talking to J.C. Allen, who reports on the Buccaneers for PewterReport.com. J.C., how is your Friday going? Friday's going great, guys. Uh, just ramping up for uh, the, this preseason. We had football back last night. Preseason games start next week. Uh, training camp in full swing. Can't ask for anything more, right? Now, uh, J.C., what are the expectations, I don't know, for the fan base and obviously, no Tom Brady, and um, and then uh, what is the expect, expectation of Todd Bowles? I mean, come on, the head coach, uh, head coach. Uh, well, how do you view that, or like from the fans' perspective, and also from the organization? Well, I think the fans' perspective is a little bit mixed. I think there's uh, fans who think this team, you know, in this in this division, in this conference, they can still compete. There's a lot of talent on the ball, and. Uh, even Trisha Wirth said it the other day, you know, we only lost really one guy. Look at the, the players that they lost in free agency with Leonard Fournette, Donovan Smith, some of these other guys. They, you know, they've been they've been replaced or there's guys ready to step up and take that role. So, you know, there, there's some fans who are, have a lot of trepidation about this season and, you know, they're not 100% behind uh, Coach Bowles. And there's some who are in that mindset that they can make it, they can make a splash. They can make a uh, an effort and a chance to potentially win this division and, and get into the playoffs. The organization's philosophy is they're going to win. They're not. This is not a rebuild year. This is a retool year. 
Uh, obviously, they had a really large dead cap hit from Tom Brady retiring. Um, they've had to navigate around that. Got some bargain bin uh, players, like guys like Ryan Neal, who was one of the best safeties uh, graded out by Pro Football Focus last year. Greg Gaines to help on that defense, uh, that defensive line, and a few other additions through the draft and through undrafted free agency. But this team does not feel like it's it's in any position where they're they're not going to be able to compete. And you know, a couple of weeks through training camp, it looks like they have a good shot at it. Now, uh, JC, with that being said, obviously the emphasis is always put on quarterback. Is it still wide open, or is it Baker Mayfield's job to lose, or uh, Kyle Trask, or where are they at with the, the QB position? So I think it's always been Baker's job to lose, really, just because of experience, right? Uh, you know, 60, over 60 games started in the, in the league, uh, playoff appearances, almost got to the AFC Championship game that year against the Chiefs if Chad Henney didn't step up like Superman. Um, and you look at Baker Mayfield, he's had, I just looked at it, he's had Todd Bowles is his eighth head coach, and Coach Dave Canales is his seventh offensive coordinator in the league in five years. That's, that's, that screams Alex Smith to me. Um, and what he had to go through with San Francisco. And if Baker can be that Alex Smith type of game, saw what Dave Canales did last year in Seattle with Geno Smith, comeback player of the year, 4,000-yard passer, pro bowler. If he can kind of revitalize that out of Baker Mayfield with a very quarterback and, and absolutely skill-friendly player offense, you look what they did up there in Seattle, 2,000-yard receivers. The tight ends can combine for over 102 catches. Um, and the running back, Kenneth Walker, set the league on fire as a rookie. So, you know, I, I think they have this—they have the players here available. It's just going to be for Baker limiting those turnovers. So far in camp, Kyle Trask has, has turned it up a bit. I'm not going to say he hasn't. Former second-round pick, they drafted him for a reason to develop him behind the scenes, and he's had six straight practices without a turnover. Baker, on the other hand, has had six turnovers in those six practices. Now, part of that, again, I don't put too much emphasis, and I don't think the Bucks do put too much emphasis on these turnovers in practice. Obviously, we want to protect the ball at all times, but they're learning a new system. They're learning new skill position players. If, the, if you guys can attest, it's hot out there. Um, and I think preseason games, those joint practices with the Jets are going to be a more telling uh, situation on, on who's going to win this battle. But it's certainly tightened up, but I still think it's Baker's job to lose. Now, uh, J.C., look, it seems like they've always had great linebackers. That being uh, the Buccaneers going back to Derek Brooks and – uh, to me, uh, the individual that never got enough uh, respect, uh, then if you truly follow football, they re- everyone respected him. Levante David going into his 12th right. season out in Nebraska. We all know about like Devin White, uh, Shaq Barrett. Uh, so where are they at? Because uh, I don't know if I ever have witnessed uh, Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneer linebackers not running sideline to sideline and making plays. Yeah, so, I mean, they picked up right where they were from last year. I think Levante David going into his 12th season, uh, as you said, one of the most underrated linebackers in, in the league, of uh, period, any era. Um, he's still out there captaining that defense, uh, making plays, uh, you know, interrupting the passing game as, as he does, as he's so good in coverage. Uh, Devin White had a heck of a camp today, uh, getting after the quarterback uh, two times with would-be sacks. He's still flying there. He's working on his ability to play better coverage. And I'll tell you what, they drafted this kid in the fifth round from Pitt, Savassier Dennis, um, at inside linebacker. He's shown up early. Throughout OTAs and, and training camp, he has four interceptions, two pick sixes. He's just a f- smart, instinctual player. And if he continues this progression, they're going to have to find ways to get him on the field as well. So they've got 
three inside linebackers I feel really good at, good about. Shaq Barrett beating the odds, obviously tragic happened what happened to him this offseason and his family, but just beating the odds little, coming yeah, back. Baby, yep. Yeah, coming back and, and beating the odds from a, a torn Achilles to be ready to go, not even on the pup list, but ready to go full action, full day, full gear and pads and right from the get-go. He's looked phenomenal back to his, you know, he doesn't look like he's lost a step in speed. And with Achilles injuries, that's what you worry about, right? You worry about those guys losing losing some speed. He hasn't looked like he's lost that. Joe try and shrink on the other side. You can tell that, you know, he's in a con- – it's not a contract year because he's – He's, uh, you know, he's five year, four years as a rookie with that option, but he needs to have a big year for them to pick up that option, make him a pivotal part of this defense and franchise going forward. So he knows what's at stake. He's looked really good out there, and then they've got a couple rookies who've been making splash plays in the linebacker position as well. With Yaya Diaby, who looks like an action figure, the guy's jacked, and he ran a four three forty. The guy can really get after it, um, and Jose Ramirez as well. So. They're in a pretty good position depth-wise at linebacker and outside linebacker this year. So, JC, you know, one thing that obviously came out today, Tristan Wirfs, who is switching over to left tackle, Donovan Smith was cut, so it's a big move for him. I don't think anyone would question the quality of that draft pick and how good he has been to this point in his career, but he revealed that he was dealing with a lot of anxiety over that move. And we've talked about it on this show today that switching from the right to the left side is not as simple as a lot of people might think. You're switching everything. You're rewiring your brain. Yep. You're you're changing your eyes. You have to look for different things. And so, what, so can you just just kind of go into that and what, what what are your expectations there is it something that you just kind of have to work through that I know he's been seeing a psychologist can you just kind of go into that a little bit first of all a major props and a commendment for Trisha Mercer for putting that out there I think uh, the mental health aspect and football you know this is the most macho sport in the world and for him and some of these other guys Lane Johnson another guy to come out and talk about the mental health aspect of it is absolutely huge and does wonders for the next generation growing up to, to know that, hey, even the best guys that in the NFL at their positions, they go through these things too, They you know. So huge, huge commendation for him for, for putting that out there. But to be honest, I haven't noticed a difference. I mean, he's out there at left tackle planting guys on their butts, and, and he's looked really good. I mean, I, I think it's more, you know, I don't, I'm not going to speak for him, but it looks to me from, from an outsider's perspective, it's more in its head than anything. Um, you know, he's taken great lengths since he knew pretty much right after the season to prepare for that. And you can see that preparation really showing off. I don't think he's going to skip a beat at left tackle in the NFC where there's a good amount of left tackles there. You know, it might be hard for him to get to that Pro Bowl status, but I think he's going to be right there. I haven't seen anything that suggests that his his play from right tackle is one of the best right tackles in the league right up there with Ryan Ramchek over with the Saints is going to drop off at all. Um, he, he's just been that fluid over there. Uh, so no concerns that I've seen so far. It's funny, he's actually, uh, at Peter Report, we're doing a training camp diaries where we kind of talk to players and tell the story through their words. Um, and he's like, he's, he's been training every day. He's actually started to wipe his butt with his left hand just to do everything with his left hand to retrain his brain. So I thought that was a little funny anecdote. And, and you know, he's, he's putting in the work, obviously, in every aspect of his life. Now, uh, J.C. in the NFC South, they've been household names. You look at that uh, receiving core. Now he's going into his 10th season. Uh, Mike Evans, we all know the matchups that he's had with Lattimore. Uh, and then uh, I thought oh, yeah. it's really been a success, success story, Chris Godwin. Look, he's going into his seventh season. He came back strong, I'd say, from the ACL, MCL surgery. Uh, it looks like he's going to be completely healthy, to my understanding. 
So what do you think is how much is left in the tank for like a Mike Evans, uh, Chris Godwin? Well, Mike Evans, I'll tell you guys what, I, I've been covering this team for a while now, and I've, I've never seen Mike Evans as dominant in training camp this early on. Um, and that's even with Tom Brady. We know what he's done, you know, nine consecutive season with 1,000 yards. We know the quarterbacks, the list is a mile long of that, that he's done with them uh, and still managed to produce. And like I said, I haven't seen him this energized and this dominant um, in the last three years, even with Tom. So that speaks volumes. I think Dave Canales, I, I think, I don't want to say his name too much because other teams around the league might start looking at him, but what his offense is going to do for these guys is going to put them in the most advantageous positions they can be in to, to get open, to make plays, and, and to ultimately score touchdowns to move the ball down the field. Um, I think if you look at the offense last year, where there were some struggles. I mean, Godwin still got over 100 catches coming back off that ACL. Um, it was a really antiquated offense where they're just lining up their guys and saying, all right, best on best, beat your guy. That's not going to be this season. They're going to be doing a lot of movement. Evans is going to be playing in the slot. He's going to be playing outside. He's going to be playing all over the field, which is going to help him avoid some of those double teams. He's one of the receivers who received the most double teams in the league since he came in. He, he's right up there in those numbers. So, uh, I think he's going to be fine. I think Gawain's going to be fine as well. I can definitely see Gawain get another. I, I can see Gawain leading the team in receptions and yards, and, and maybe you know Mike still getting his thousand yards as well, and leading the team in touchdowns. They're just going to put them in really good positions, and it's going to be hard for teams to match up with them and double team them one on one like they have in the past. Then the receiving depth is kind of bare. Russell Gage, um, he was injured last year dealing with a hamstring, still put up 50 receptions for. 400 yards and five touchdowns as a wide receiver three. And, you know, if he can uptick that, just, you know, add a couple, 10 to 15 more receptions, 100 to 200 more yards on that, and that same level of production on touchdowns, I think that's that's enough you can ask for out of your wide receiver three. And then we've got some really young guys that, that have stepped up. Trey Palmer, as you guys know, formerly from LSU, made his way to Nebraska. Uh, they picked him up in the sixth round, and he's looked like a consummate pro already, developing chemistry with the quarterbacks. That deep ball speed is legit. Rakeem Jarrett is another guy who they signed as an undrafted free agent, probably should have been drafted, and he's showing why in camp. Um, and they've also got Devin Tompkins, who can jump out of the gym at 5'8", uh, and, and he's you know fast, shifty. So they've got some good depth there, and they're happy with that, and, and the starters are going to be the starters, and they're going to do their thing out there. So, you know, it is funny to me. Every time we talk about the NFC South, all the LSU receivers, and I keep hearing these names pop up, Terrace Marshall, Russell Gage, you know. We keep, the list goes on and on. Trey, Trey Palmer, Palmer, yeah. 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 Um, but so uh, this is a funny time of year to me just because it, it's optimism season in the NFL. No, everyone's 0-0. Zero yeah. zero. Everyone's finding all the reasons why they can compete. I'm just curious. So if for this if this season did go poorly for the Bucks, if things just kind of went off the rails and they didn't work out, what would be kind of the, the, the reasons that that happened? Like what could go wrong for this team that might, you know, prevent them from competing this year? Four things. First thing is going to be injuries, right? That's, mm-hmm. Every team deals with that. Um, they have really weak depth behind in the secondary. Uh, their secondary has a chance to be one of the best in the league. Jamel Dean didn't get enough credit for what he did last year. Carlton Davis can shut everyone down, as you guys have seen their little back and forth with him and Michael Thomas. Right. Antoine Winfield Jr. moving back to free safety. And Ryan Neal, again, I mentioned him at the top of the segment. Uh, I think that secondary has a chance to be one of the best. Where they don't have a starter right now is nickel cornerback. They're, they've got some guys they're like, they're trying out, but there are a few guys left on, on the market uh, that play nickel back and do it at a high level that they could maybe bring in if they're not satisfied. But the depth behind them is what's scary. They've got two undrafted rookies and a second-year undra- second undrafted guy at safety behind 
Antoine Winfield and Ryan Neal. Winfield's missed time in every single one of his seasons so far as a pro. Uh, Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean have missed time the last two to three years as well. They have Zion McCollum, who was a fifth-round rookie last year. Looks a lot better this camp, but after him, you're going with largely unknowns, undrafted guys, and guys who are in the second year of the system, so that went undrafted as well. So depth in the secondary is huge. Offensive line at tackle, if you lose either Trisha Wirfs or Luke Gedeke, which is another concern with the offensive line, not just health, but how quickly can Luke Gedeke, who was brought in as a guard, left guard, struggled mightily, got replaced at, at the end of the year, uh, in the middle of the year, um, didn't see time until he played right tackle in the season finale, where he put up one of the best grades that he had all season. Um, and a rookie in Cody Mock, who's making the transition from left tackle to right guard, that's a concern if they can't get it down quick enough and if injuries happen at one of those tackle spots, they're good along the interior. That's a concern as well. And then the two biggest things, obviously quarterback, right? Um, you know, you need to get at least right. average play. Above average would be nice, but at least average quarterback play for, to keep them in games. I think the defense, again, if they stay healthy, is really good and will keep them in games as it did last year. You know, they, they kept them in the games they won. It was largely because of that defense, keeping them in those games and them rallying late. So I think that's going to be a huge thing. Quarterback play, whether it's Baker, whether it's Trask, whether it's a combination of one or the other, if they struggle and get pulled through the season, you need at least average quarterback play and, and distributor and, and turnover free football, and that can be a big one. And then the final thing is just it comes down to head coach Todd Bowles. That defense is going to be ready to go every week. The guys are going to respond to him as they, as they will. Um, but it's in-game management. We saw that in New York. We saw some instances last year with timeouts and field goals and not going forward in situations like that, not trusting his offense. Um, that's going to be a big thing, too. If those four things all go well, the Bucks should be really, really much in the mix of this NFC South division. Probably uh, a ceiling of probably maybe 11 wins, but a floor of seven, eight wins. Um, you know, I, I think uh, – it's certainly going to be a challenge because they're implementing a new system. They have an early bye week, so it's going to be a long stretch as well down the road. Um, but if those things go well, they should do well. If those things well, go wrong uh, and injuries start piling up, they're going to have some trouble. And, JC, if they get to 11 wins, they're going to have a Todd Bowles parade, <laughs> I, I think. Right. I mean, I, yeah, well, ooh, Todd, Bowles is, <laughs> Todd Bowles is one of those intriguing situations because – I know a lot of people like to put him on the hot seat, but his first year was kind of he, – he didn't get the, the, the reins till March 30th, and it was tough for him to really, you know, put together his own team. This year he's dealing with a Brady cap hit, which still can't put together his own team. So we'll see what happens with him um, if they decide to keep him. I mean, if, if it blows off the rails and it's terrible, they might move on. But if he keeps them competitive and it's close game losses, they might keep him for another year. Great stuff, JC. Appreciate the time and be talking to you soon. Absolutely. You can check out his stuff for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at pewterreport.com. Back with more Saints talk here on WWL after this. Coming back from the break here on WWL, we just had some Tampa Bay dreaming, I think, gentlemen, when we heard the ceiling being 11 wins for this Buck squad. I'm more worried. Like, the floor of seven is nonsense. <laughs> Give me a break. Like, I, I get it. You're optimistic. But seven wins is the worst case scenario? Come on. No, uh, Tampa Bay, to me, uh, best-case scenario uh, for the future, for years to come, uh, would be in the Caleb Williams sweepstake uh, with the Cardinals. I mean, uh, you know. Uh, no, that's what I was figuring, the, too. The, the, do you have the first overall pick and you can land Caleb Williams? Because uh, what 
Buccaneers fan would say, oh, we all right with Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask over Caleb Williams. Uh, in the future, I don't think so. Uh, no, right. yeah. We sold ourselves on Andy Dalton last year, so I guess <laughs> right. we're in the same boat. Yeah, well, we did. We just like that, that's the task <laughs> at hand. But we were aggressive. When I'll get Derek Carr. When we come back from the break, we'll be checking in with everybody's favorite team in the NFC South to hate the Falcons. Will McFadden, writer for the Falcoholic and host of the Believe in Falcons podcast, will be joining us at 720. And of course, we'll dip more into the Saints training camp sound bank when we get back here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 